from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome to My Guys in the Desert on a Monday. It's a special Monday. The Godfather, Brent Musburger, is going to be in the house. Matt Humans, Vinny Mayula. Vinny, how you doing today, man? Very good. Very good, Matt. It's uh, always good to be with you and uh, going down a little VEASAN memory lane with uh, with Brent. So we're looking forward to a couple hours uh, with you and then Brent to start. I tried to convince him to stay for two hours, so no pressure. All right, he's got places to be. <laughs> People to see and places to get. I know, but... uh, let's talk baseball. Yeah. Let's start here with uh, MLB favorites on a roll, Vinny. 50 55 and 18 the last five days what's that mean to a bookmaker it means you made a lot of people happy Matt yeah. uh, so uh, better to be a better than a bookmaker this you know baseball as we've talked about many times Matt very streaky uh, and uh, the general public uh, tends to get involved when uh, when the favorites get hot public loves to not only bet them individually but put him in parlays and uh, so they've done uh, quite well had lunch with a couple of my colleagues today and that was uh, actually the leadoff uh, topic uh, of uh, of uh, the sum- uh, summary of the weekend, but hey, you know what? You you load, you reload, betters reload. You pay them with a smile, and uh, let's go with uh, today's card. The great Dave Tooley recaps results every night of you from Vegas. Favorites eleven and four on Sunday, fifty five and eighteen yeah. the last five days. The Twins, the Mariners, the Royals, the Giants pull off uh, minor upsets yesterday. No big dogs mm-hmm. cash yesterday, but how about favorites for the season? Hitting at about 59%. Mm-hmm. And uh, overs, 
just a slight lead of fifty point four percent. And Matt, when you add to the fact that that this you know this five day run encompassed a three day you know three days at a weekend, actually uh, added to uh, to the handle and added to the uh, to the bonus uh, for the betters. Once again, tip your cap to them and reload. Vinny, a lot of people keep uh, waiting for the San Francisco Giants to fade. They're going to no. slip. Uh, our Brent Musburger's Dodgers going to catch the Giants from behind. Right now, the Giants still up four in the National League West. Uh, yesterday, Giants, Dodgers, Padres all won as favorites. Yeah, and I think, Matt, you know, uh, they're not only in, in control for the division, but that division is in control for the wild card as well. I don't. Th- th- here's what, Matt, and there's not a lot of games left between the Giants uh, and the Dodgers. Like the mm-hmm. Padres, I think, have more games with the, with the Giants. But the Giants have shown resiliency. Uh, if there's an injury, next guy, it's, it's the next man up mentality. Uh, getting good pitching, good starting pitching, good relief pitching, timely hitting. Again, we saw it yesterday. This team is not going away. So it's not only a matter of them leading and the favorite right now to win the division, but certainly to secure a wild card spot for sure. How about the Phillies overtaking the Mets in the National League East? Now, Mitch Moss and I talked about this uh Several times over the yep. summer, yep. I felt like the Mets were too big of favorites to win that oh. division. Jacob Degrom goes down. Noah Syndergaard's not back, and uh, the Mets at one point, I uh, say minus three fifty. Yeah. Not, uh, about four, a month ago, man. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. about three fifty a month ago. Yeah. Now the Phillies have uh, taken the lead with an eight-game win streak. Eight-game win streak, a sweep of the of the Mets over the weekend. Zach Wheeler with a complete game. He gave up a hit in the first, a double in the first inning, survived it, and then gave up a, a single in the ninth. Uh, the Phillies have here, – here's one of the biggest things that's uh, contributed to the Phillies' success over these last eight games. They're not making mistakes defensively. Their defense was their Achilles heel. Uh, you got to credit the Phillies. We talked about it. Uh, the Mets uh, were the – the most unlikely, and I grew up a Mets fan, so full disclosure, uh, they were the most, I would say, suspect first-place team mm-hmm. uh, a month ago when we were talking about that uh, minus 350 price. Mm-hmm. And again, now you have to start wondering. You know Cinder- uh, uh, DeGrom is probably not going to be back for uh, August. You wonder if he's going to be back at all at this point. Well, when DeGrom went down, that certainly made the Mets much more fragile favorites. And they are one game over 500 right now. And uh, back in the division... Uh, by two and a half games, so the Phillies and the Braves have actually moved into second place two games back. USA basketball captured gold in the Olympics. Vinny, we can put a wrap on the Tokyo Games. The, the basketball game could not have turned out better for me on uh, Friday night. Actually had uh, USA minus 200 to win gold and then I, took plus 12 and a half. I said if there was a guy middle in this game, yeah. it was Matt Humans. Well done. 12 and a half with France, and it uh, falls on five, so a perfect result there. Uh, how about from a bookmaker's perspective, wrap up the Olympics as far as the handle and any major prop decisions? Handle was very good, Matt, particularly in men's and women's basketball uh, and also uh, in in uh, in soccer as well. Here's where we uh, the betters did well. United States under 45 and a half gold medal. Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee under 19 and a half. So we tip our caps at Japan to win the women's gold in softball. Probably the biggest uh, Olympic loss of all the props that, uh, that we had up. All in all, the handle. Handle was good, terrific, not disappointed yeah. at all. All right. Brent Musburger is on deck. Stay tuned here on VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. Never know, man. Welcome to the South Point Sportsbook. It's my guys in the desert. Uh, the autumn wind is a raider. 
pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered in one. Brent Musburger, welcome back to the studio. Hey, hey, hey. There it Matt is. Matt and Vinny, how you doing? It must man? be football season. I've been staying away too long. They made me mask up, you know. Michael Gunn made me put the mask on, but I had to come see my guys. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Good to have how you. How was the uh, summer in Montana? You're back in Vegas now yeah, for the, the football the, the season. The summer was excellent until the fires swept in. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, originally, Vinny, we got – Tremendous smoke out of Oregon mm-hmm. and some out of and then Montana ignited. So it's it, the fire season has been as rough as it's been in decades uh, up there right now. Clearing up a little bit uh, in the little town of Hamilton where we are south of Missoula it was down in the 60s yesterday, which is good news. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, one of the problems in fighting the fires, we couldn't find enough guys as firefighters. They were so busy in places like California and right. Oregon. Uh, there was somewhat limited. So that became a problem in the West. And uh, even a couple of days here since we've been back, Matty, uh, the valley is filled up with smoke, you know, coming oh, yeah. in from uh, California. Yeah. Vinny's going to give a long uh, speech on climate change later in the show today. Yeah. Um, right? I'm going to talk about transporting <laughs> what, $3 water. $3 trillion dollars worth of climate change? <laughs> Start moving some of that water from back east out here. Put it in rail cars. Something. Exactly. The exactly. voice of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders in studio with us, the face of Eason, Brent Musburger. Great to have you back. You're going to be out watching the Raiders. We've got a preseason game to talk about, a lot to talk about. But mm-hmm. how about the Hall of Fame inductions uh, over the weekend? Peyton Manning, former Raiders coach Tom Forrest, among the inductees. You know, uh, long overdue for Flores, okay? We all knew that Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. first time he was eligible, was going to march right into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but for Coach Flores, following somebody like John Madden, right. and Madden, Vinny, as you know, was bigger than life on yeah. the sideline, uh, Flores completely opposite, uh, much more mild-mannered with the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Tom said, in accepting uh, the award that he said to Al Davis, uh, you know, I'm not John Madden. I, I, it's just not me. Mm-hmm. And Al said, I know. I hired you to win. And, of course, Tom Flores <laughs> goes on and yeah. uh, wins two Super Bowls. And it was great to see Jim Plunkett there with him. And, and also, I hope everybody, if you didn't get to hear Charles Woodson, do yourself a favor and go up to YouTube and dial mm-hmm. it up. I thought it was one of the more honest acceptances, one of the best that I have ever heard from an athlete, Mm -hmm. Uh, having his mother introduce him, raised by a single parent. Uh, He was Mm -hmm. raised about 150 miles from Canton. So, Matt, it was a a special day. Mark Davis made sure that uh, Flores and Woodson in particular were taken care of back there at the Hall of Fame. So it was was outstanding. It's always – it's all – you know – Raider fans and Steeler fans, they hate each other on game day. But when you get together at a Hall of Fame ceremony like that, they all become one. Mm-hmm. They become big football fans. And right. it was great to see. And, of course, it was two years' worth of, of inductions, right, sure. Because, of course, yeah, last was year was, it was canceled. It was so great. That would be even more special. You've seen a lot of quarterbacks over the years. Uh, these are the words of Bill Belichick, Patriots coach. Uh, speaking on uh, Peyton Manning, he said that he's definitely the best quarterback I've coached against. There have been quarterbacks who called their own plays, but it was nowhere near the same as what he did. He basically called every play by adjusting and or changing the play once he saw what the defense was doing. And more than any one single offensive player, he forced us to change and adapt defensive game plans. Belichick was 12-8 and eight against Manning in the regular season and playoffs, but that's uh, high praise from him. Uh, to say he's the best quarterback he's, he's coached against, where does he rank of all the, the quarterbacks you've seen in the NFL? 
Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, uh, I want to go back to his college days. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I knew his father and had mm-hmm. covered his father when he comes to the New Orleans Saints. All right. And now Peyton is at Tennessee. He did not go to Ole Miss. Eli did. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And of course, Pops did. And I was a Peyton Manning voter for the Heisman Trophy. But guess who beats him? Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Okay. And I always tease the late Keith Jackson that he won that Heisman Trophy for Woodson. Because if you go back, Vinny and Matty, if you go back to the Michigan-Ohio State game, mm-hmm. Lloyd Carr uses him on offense for a couple of plays. He caught a short pass, mm-hmm. and he returned kicks, intercepted a pass. Very, very deserving. Two, two guys. But in terms of a college quarterback, um, Matt, Peyton ranks right up there at the top. The one who I thought was the closest to him later was Andrew Luck, okay? Those were the two quarterbacks who I covered in college that I thought were the best. And even then, you could see that Peyton had control of a game on the field, Mm -hmm. that he was very aware of what the defense was trying to do do to him in the SEC. So I, and he was always such a good personality to be around, just like his father, uh, outgoing, good quotes, uh, was funny. Uh, so he was one of the best, one of the best of all time. And of course, listen, at Michigan, while we rave about Woodson, along comes Mr. Brady and what great duels they had. Brady generally got the best of Peyton, okay? Mm-hmm. Peyton's able to cover it up with his humor, mm-hmm. but in many, many instances, when they went head-to-head, Tom had, had the upper hand. But uh, yeah, some of the classiest guys uh, that I ever covered in a college game were Manning and Brady. Just outstanding. But Manning, he was an offensive coordinator. I mean, he, he got to sure. the line. Let's face Adam Gase got the, job, the Jets job because he was this offensive guru. He forgot, people forgot the fact that he had Peyton Manning in, exactly. in Denver. That's what, that's what made him such an offensive guru. I think, to me, he could step to the line and read a defense – uh, better than a lot of quarterbacks, I'd say. I'd say I think uh, Elway probably did it uh, as well, and of course Brady now. But uh, in very rare company, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. In- intellectually, they were they were ahead of the herd. That's for sure. Yep. You're back on the call this week, right? The Seahawks and Raiders in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium preseason game. Raiders one and a half point favorites. Total of thirty seven and a half. What yeah. are, what do you expect to see in the preseason opener? You know, uh, Matt. My advice to betters in a preseason is to look at coaches' records, okay? Some coaches put a greater emphasis on getting to the finish line first. And it has been my experience with John Gruden that he does try to win. He's very competitive. And he may say otherwise before the game, but he gets into the middle of it, and he gets caught up in it. But you'd have to look at Pete Carroll's stats. Another guy is Coach Zimmer at Minnesota. Mm -hmm. You always want to pay attention to Zimmer, okay? Because he too wins preseason. Go back and look. The records are up there. Twenty and five for Zimmer. In yeah, the preseason. think about that. Think about yeah. that. That's that's money in the bank. And, mm-hmm. and if any knows, and is yeah. there a limit on the preseason this week? Two thousand, Brent, uh, uh, for the sides, you know, and uh, down for the totals. And again, if uh, somebody yeah. needs more, we need more. Uh, and there's a game on there where we're probably going to need some more. These Jaguars are betting this game like it's over, you know. So <laughs> new culture in Jacksonville, you know. We'll get to that game here in a you minute. Know, Brent, but, with the uh, Seahawks, they're going to be without Dwayne Brown their best offensive tackle, and Jamal Adams, the safety, are both uh, holding out right. right now, waiting for new contracts. I don't think the Raiders have any issues like that in camp right now, right? No, as far as I know. 
Oh. We're, we're all set contractually. And actually yeah. a pretty good quarterback situation behind Derek Carr with Marcus Mariota and Nathan Peterman, who John yeah. Gruden likes a lot. Now, you just put your finger on another factor to yeah. back the Raiders this week. Marcus Mariota uh, gave some quotes yesterday. He was interviewed. And did you pay attention to the quarterback situation around the league? Would you like to be a starter someplace? In which he said, obviously, yes. Uh, I g- would guess that at least one scout from Indianapolis will be here on Saturday night taking a look at Marcus Mariota. Now, would the Raiders take a third round uh, for their backup quarterback? Uh, Maybe, maybe not. John likes him a lot, so maybe Mm -hmm. with the Colts. And I don't know, do they have a second or whatever? But that's just one of the teams. And we don't know what the situation is going to be down in Houston, okay? Even though Deshaun Watson showed up training camp today after missing five days, uh, there seems to be doubt that, that he's going to be playing at least at the start sure. of the season. Yeah, okay. John McClain, the uh, Texans beat writer, longtime NFL writer, tweeted today that uh, Deshaun Watson will never play another snap for the Texans. And he would know. Yeah. That he's wired with mm-hmm. that franchise and yeah. has been forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. would, uh, and I know Matt will get into it a bit later on as well. And you did a, uh, you're doing a piece about the depth of uh, uh, quarterbacks uh, uh, around the league. I, w- I would say this, and, and based on today, with, with the rotation that the Raiders have, okay, with uh, obviously uh, Carr, Mariota, and Peterman, I, I think they've got the best depth in the division. I'm not saying it's the best quarterback. Because, let's face it, Carr did not cost the Raiders last year. Carr was, I thought, very good and very steady. It was their defense. But if you look at the Raiders' rotation of Derek Carr, Marcus Mario, Nathan Peterman, I would say that that's the best top, best three of, of, the, uh, of the teams in the AFC West, my personal opinion as of today. Now, obviously, if, uh, if there's a deal down the road uh, for, uh, for Mariota, that's, uh, that changes things. But, uh, look, I will tell you this. I'd say Kansas City is second with, uh, with Henny behind Holmes, uh, behind Mahomes. Uh, you know, you got Teddy Bridgewater. Really, I don't think there's a starting position. I don't think the starter in Denver is set yet between Drew Locke uh, and Teddy Bridgewater. And then uh, outside of uh, uh, Justin Herbert in, in the Chargers situation, uh, I, th- I think the, the Raider depth is, uh, is the best in the division, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I think Vinny's right. If each team had to play their backup quarterback, mm-hmm. Mariota would be number one. In the division. I think you're absolutely right. Hey, if uh, every team had to start their backup for the whole year, the Raiders might win the division. True, if we could get Patrick Mahomes how do we make that happen? Brent, you've been a uh, big advocate for Derek Carr. I wanted to take just a quick look at his uh, combined passing stats last two seasons and how they compare to a couple other random guys in the league. Aaron Rodgers, the MVP last year, 74 TDs, nine interceptions over the last two seasons. Gets no better than that. Derek Carr's got 48 touchdowns, 17 picks. Josh Allen of the Bills, 57 TDs, 19 picks. Derek Carr's not, I don't think, in the elite category, but he's uh, he's in that second tier of quarterbacks. And he's not, I, I know you've argued this, and I agree with it, he's not the reason the Raiders have not been a winning team the last few years. Oh, absolutely not. No. They, the defense has been atrocious. Yeah. And if the defense, I mean, we squander, what, three leads in the last minute and a half down the mm-hmm. stretch last year? I think it was 144. Kansas City had 144 to go. And the defense leaves Kelsey alone in the end zone for the winning touchdown. And then they get blown out the next week by Atlanta. And that was no fault of, of cars. But then they, he gets injured in the Charger game, which goes to overtime. Mariota does a great job 
uh, throws one very costly interception, uh, but we kick a field goal in overtime. But Herbert leads the Chargers down. It wasn't easy inside the five-yard line, but eventually he gets in for the touchdown uh, to win that game. And then the nightmare of night. I will never, ever forget the end of the Miami Dolphin debacle. And I don't think... Any, I know John Gruden will never forget it. I mean, it was unbelievable to see how they lost that. There's not too many bookmakers that will forget it either. No, exactly, my man. And so, uh, but it, and none, of those, none of those losses could be attributed in any way whatsoever to Derek Carr. It's all on the defense. A couple of uh, wild finishes last year to Raiders games. First of all, how about if you had a money line bet on that Dolphins game either way? Oh. Or if you had a money line bet on the Raiders-Jets game. Even the Jets? We're jackpot, baby, <laughs> with uh, Derek Carr's yeah, last-minute touchdown. That was the jackpot, baby. When Ruggs gets open and Carr hits him for the winning touchdown, 11 seconds to go in that game. Uh, that, was, that, that, that was something, Lance. Where do the Raiders rank in the AFC uh, West this season, do you think? Well, are obviously going to make the Chiefs number one, odds-on favorites. Yeah. You know, if you look at the bookmakers and the public perception, the writers who, who cover, basically – uh, they've got the Raiders penciled in for last. I kind of shake my head because I don't know what the optimism is about Denver. I, I get it about the Chargers. I understand that optimism. They, they like the new coaching staff, and they love Justin Herbert as a quarterback because of what he did last year on a record-setting pace coming in. I understand that, that somebody could say, but I don't see how anybody can say that the Broncos are better than the Raiders right now. I just, uh, I don't get it. I'm, I'm not sure that Coach Fangio is a very nice man. I'm, I'm not sure that he's the head coach that you want. Right. Terrific defensive coach. I'm not mm-hmm. taking a thing away. He's a Hall of Fame defensive coach. Uh, there's no doubt. But they haven't been able to find themselves a quarterback since Peyton Manning gave them that one Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. And you would think that by now they would come up with somebody. Now, whether or not they were hoping that Aaron Rodgers would fall into their lap because of his problems with the Green Bay front office, I have no particular way of knowing that. But last year, the Raiders against the two, Drew Locke, okay, and Bridgewater, they were 3-0, and okay? I mean, and with a bad defense, okay? I think we right. picked... I think we picked uh, Denver off like four times, was it, here at Allegiant? And then threw a two-point conversion to win the game in Denver. We were 3-0. Oh. Now, the, the public, I think, made a horrendous mistake in how they assessed Leatherwood, their first-round draft choice. I mean, ESPN jumped on the pick, and then everybody seemed to follow suit. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, this guy didn't miss a game for Alabama for two years, was a left tackle, was a left guard. I think maybe even as a freshman started on the right side. I'm saying, you guys know more about offensive line coaches? and P- I, I, I have been stunned about them. Now, full disclosure, there are a couple of defensive picks by the Raiders that have not panned out, okay, in the first right. round. Let's be perfectly honest about it. Furl was probably taken too high, uh, and Arnett probably should not have been taken in the first round. What you want in a corner, you want length in his arms. You, you want guys that are at least 32 inches, at least. And Arnett, I know, came in and measured about 30 inches. That's, that puts him questionable already. Yeah, you can't have alligator arms. No, no. cannot. Uh, over seven wins on the Raiders? 
Over seven? I love seven. But Benny won't give me the seven. He makes me do the seven and a half because seven is great. We get a push from bookies, from great bookies like Vinny, but he won't give it to me. He's no Brent. Seven and a half. Seven Over and a half. seven. Over seven. You can play that at DraftKings. All right. Quick break. Brent Musburger back in two minutes. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. From the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino, go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need. Vinny and Brent, we're less than a month away from Sunday night football, the college version. College version. Notre Dame at Florida State. Vinny, what do you have for a number? Notre Dame at Florida State. Nine and a half is where it opened, Matt, and that's exactly where it uh, sits. I suspect there'll be plenty of... Notre Dame money. This game is going to get, obviously, the standalone game, prime time on Sunday night. Uh, there's only one game after it on Monday night between uh, Louisville and Mississippi. This will be one of the higher bet games of the season. And everything will be going to it from the weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're interested in Florida State, which I know you are probably uh, interested in, Matt, uh, wait for double digits and probably say, get there. I might be at a bigger number. It's got to be double digits. So. Florida State legend Bobby Bowden died at 91. Brent, I'm sure you've got some great memories of uh, Coach Bowden. One of the classiest guys that was ever around. Gosh darn it. That's about as profane as he ever got. I mean, it was just 
Uh, he was such a wonderful, wonderful person to be around. Now, when it came to practice, uh, he was not hands-on, okay? But he had, you know, any of those big towers that some of the coaches go right. to? So Coach Bobby would, would climb up to the top. And so I came a little bit late, and I wanted to see Coach Bowden. So um, said to one of the assistant coaches, I said, I'm going to just go up in the tower and say hello. That's fine, Brad. Go ahead. He'd love to see you. And the defensive work on one side, the offense on another field. So I climb up. And I'll never forget this. I get to the top, and Coach is sound asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, and I, I didn't have the heart to wake him up, so I climbed back down slowly. And uh, I think it was Coach Rick said, uh, how was Coach? I always great. He's, I say he's always great. You know, I, I want to tell him, he's not watching you guys at all. You know? uh, but he was, he was oh. such a warm, engaging person. And I have to tell you, when it comes to the National Football League, during my time around there, there wasn't a better school in turning out. And he always remembered that on the NFL Today, Matt, we would have a top 10 in college at the end of the show. And he always remembered that I gave him credit for the schedule he would play. You know, he wasn't in a major conference, but he'd go play Nebraska. Mm -hmm. He was one of those Southerners. He would go any place and play anybody at any time. And he always appreciated that because they were trying to put the brand on the map in Tallahassee. And, of course, uh, Coach Bowden did. Uh, and he was uh, – and game day, uh, you know, he would make the major decisions. The last championship game I covered was in late 90s. Uh, he beat uh, Virginia Tech, okay, for the national championship. That was a great, a great Seminole team. I mean, mm -hmm. another, another time, <laughs> this is nothing to do with Coach Bowden, but Renegade, the horse, when they come out, we're playing Miami. Florida State's playing Miami. It's a night game, okay? And Michael Irvin is still uh, one of the Canes. And Jimmy Johnson's the coach. And Michael Irvin's got the guys fired up. That horse is not coming to midfield, guys. We're going to be right here. So I'll never forget. But the Canes get out, and they engulf the logo there in Tallahassee. And they're ready. Here come Renegade fires up, leaps. Here comes the flaming spear. And this horse is moving. Man, the Canes just suddenly dispersed. <laughs> and Renegade, bam! Oh, no, I had great, great times with Bobby. I, he was a wonderful, wonderful guy. And uh, his children were great, too, to deal with. Uh, you know, he, coaching tree is pretty good with the Bowdens. Do you remember the pump Ruski against Clemson in oh, 1988? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Thought you would. Oh, yeah. I, I miscalled it. I, no, I, I was lost on it. Oh, no. If he, in fact, he apologized to me. He he later apologized. God, I don't know what he talked. Who knows? It wasn't his fault at all. You know, hey, Brent, I'm, I'm sorry. I told you I was going to do that before the game started. But, you know, so, no, no. But, uh, coach, coach would do that he, a couple of times during his career. Oh, another time against Miami. He went for two, okay? And I said before the lineup, well, Coach Bowden is going for one because he said he learned his lesson. No, he didn't. He went for two, and the Canes knock it away. Oh, no. Coach sends me a lovely note that I've got, you know, because in the meeting, he told us uh, under no circumstance would he go for two in that situation. He'd go for one. Oh, he, was, he was just a wonderful, wonderful person. Uh, uh, man, man, was he loved in Tallahassee during his heyday. Hey, the last uh, 30 seconds, man, time flies. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma to the SEC. Like it or hate it? Being an SEC guy, I love it. Mm -hmm. I, I hate it from a standpoint of the Big 12. 
But maybe there can be a... I'll tell you what I hope happens. I hope the Pac-12 and the remainder of the Big 12 get together and form a super conference out west. Okay? That would be what I would what I would love to see. Now, speaking of the Big 12, keep an eye on Iowa State, man. They are loaded. Love that coach. <laughs> Iowa State will be in Vegas for a non-conference game against UNLV. Brent Musburger, thanks for stopping by. Great hey to see guys, you. Hey, guys. Always great, great to, to see you, Brent. Hey, Benny, I need a comp for a couple of beers. Can Let's I go. get okay. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> My guys in the desert. <laughs> Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's a perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIM Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks. Discounts available when you buy both the NFL and college football guide. Get your copy now or sign up for VSIM All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now. VSIM.com slash Subscribe. This is the Pro Football Betting Guide out in a couple weeks. Vinny Maiulo, great to see Brent Musburger in the studio. Oh, right? lots of fun and uh, great stories as always and informative. Good insight into the uh, into the Raiders and the AFC West in particular, Manny. Yeah, we could have uh, talked with Brent for two hours. Oh, easy. We had to let him go. I tried to tried to convince him. You and I can talk about the NFL preseason now. We talked about it a little bit on the phone yesterday. Yeah. This, this line move in the uh, Browns-Jaguars game, not totally unforeseen. We talked about this on the show last week when the Browns were three-point favorites at Jacksonville. William Hill, the VCN handicapper, was on with us. He talked about how he liked the Jags in the game. I did, too. I bet the Jags a plus three, Vinny, a small bet. I wish I had played more on it. The line moved uh, a lot quicker than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think it moved the day after I bet it. And it moved five points. And you were telling me last night from the opener, it's more than five points. Yeah, we uh, we opened the Browns four. Now, we opened this. Uh, we didn't open this first, full disclosure. I think there were fives out there uh, with the Browns favored, man. And we were, I remember Chrissy saying, boy, how can, you know, five? You know, this is a new era. You know, you have, uh, you know that Urban Meyer is going to try to establish an entirely new culture. And I think mm-hmm. that's exactly what betters are, are lo- looking at here. Uh, frankly, this this is a game now where the Jags are two, so we've got a six point move. Now, it's it's not unusual for a game or a couple of games during the preseason uh, to to move like this, right? When somebody feels uh, that they have conviction about uh, a, a motivation um, uh, aspect or a particular plan by a team, and in this case, a complete uh, transition uh, of a coaching staff with a young the number uh, young quarterback the most high-profile quarterback to come out in a long time, right? Mm-hmm. High expectations. We were talking about uh, to, uh, with Brent Musburger about uh, Locke and Manning coming out of college. Well, there's been excitement and anticipation now for uh, for this situation, right? And now look at this. Look at, so now you got a six-point move to the Jaguars here, and uh, there's no end in sight. You may see it. Uh, you may see it go higher. We talked about this last week. It was three and a half. Yeah. And now move the flip the favorites to. Uh, Jaguars minus two. What you have here is kind of a perfect storm. You've got a new coach 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Urban Meyer, a guy who um, a lot of people think is going to be determined to instill a winning attitude, winning culture in a losing organization. And you've also got two capable quarterbacks at yep. the top of the depth chart. You look at the Jaguars depth chart for quarterbacks, and we printed these in uh, Point Spread Weekly uh, last week, and then they're up on vcin.com if you want to check them out. Trevor Lawrence, Gardner Minshew at the top. Mm-hmm. Minshew, obviously, a starter last year for Jacksonville. And even the third and fourth stringers, C.J. Beathard, Jake Luton, are guys with NFL experience. Yep. So you really have both things. The number one and number two things you look for when betting the preseason, the coach's emphasis on winning and a strong quarterback rotation, you have them both with the Jaguars. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and again, the, the anticipation of Trevor Lawrence – uh, you know, you, you know he's going to get at least a couple of. Series. Who knows? You never. I, I don't know. I haven't gotten any idea out of Urban Meyer as to how long he's going to go. But Gardner Minshew still has something to prove too. He's a gamer, right? Mm-hmm. Let's face it, and uh, uh, almost like a cult uh, hero down there in Jacksonville. But the other part of it is, it's what's interesting about this game is in the uh, in the futures and regular season wins, the division. Everybody, the, the folks are in love with the Browns. Futures, the Browns have taken a considerable amount of money for. Uh, not only the division, but mainly the uh, the conference and the Super Bowl. So they're, but they're being bet against here because, again, I think Jacksonville, uh, with this new cultural change, uh, is what's uh, what's the driving force behind this. And so, and again, let's let's face it, right? These numbers move much quicker during the preseason. Uh, than uh, than they would during uh, their regular. Season. If this was a regular season game, you saw this kind of movement. It would be because there's an injury uh, to uh, to uh, one of the Browns players. Yeah, well, let's in face particular, it. Uh, you know, handicapping a preseason, regular season, two totally different. Players. Oh, no so question. You have to look at them. No question. Uh, totally differently. Uh, the Texans quarterback depth chart. Let's look at the AFC South quickly. Tyrod Taylor assumed to be the new starter. Jeff Driscoll, Davis Mills, rookie from Stanford. And Deshaun Watson's not going to play for Houston. That's according to John McClain, uh, the NFL writer from Houston, who, uh, as Brent Musburger said, should know. If anybody mm-hmm. knows, John McClain, McClain yeah. knows. So cross off Deshaun Watson. The Colts, Jacob Eason, Sam Ellinger, rookie from Texas. Brett Hundley, uh, three years out from UCLA. Jalen Morton and Carson Wentz, who's injured. Jaguars, I think, have the best setup in this division. And then uh, the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, Logan Woodside, and Deshaun Kaiser. Just speaking also, the Jaguars-Browns game, on the flip side, the Browns behind Baker Mayfield have Case Keenum and Kyle Laletta. Laletta played at Richmond and was a fourth-round pick of the Giants four years ago. Uh, that's not really a, a strong backup situation. Case Keenum, I don't know how much he's, he's going to play, even though he's a capable veteran. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not going to play much. I think you're going to see a lot of Kyle Laletta for the Browns. Yeah, I think you're right, Matt. And again, I, I look at these, you know, the way we we grade these uh, these quarterback rotations is not just, I mean, obviously you've got the starter, but what about who's in the number two and who's in the number three hole, right? And you and I, uh, I know you've, you've got an article coming up and we chatted last night. Uh, in in this division here, uh, the AFC North, I think you should you should probably uh, have some concern outside of any almost any of these starters uh, goes down right when mm-hmm. you think about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. let's face it, you know, outside of Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, and, and Ben Roethlisberger, probably the Steelers probably have the most uh, experience uh, given uh, uh, Big Ben's injuries uh, over the last couple of seasons, but. You know, are you really gonna you know put put your money down on a future of, to win the division with <laughs> if one of these guys goes down? 
So certainly some question marks. Ravens have there. an interesting situation for the preseason. Behind Lamar Jackson, yeah. who is, uh, I think, back from COVID now, Trace McSorley and Tyler Huntley are both mobile quarterbacks, at least. Uh, Joe Burrows backed up by Brandon Allen, Kyle Schirmer, and Eric Dungy. That's not really a positive situation. No. Um, the Steelers, I think, showed in the Hall of Fame game they've got a couple capable guys behind Big Ben. Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, and Josh Dobbs looked pretty good he did. in that game last week. Also in the uh, AFC North, excuse me, AFC um, East, Vinny, I know you don't like the Dolphins. And the Dolphins situation, Dolphins and Jets, I think, have two of the worst backup situations in the league. And that's uh, Miami behind Tua. You have Jacoby Brissett and Reed Sennett, who was undrafted out of University of San Diego. And uh, the Jets behind rookie Zach Wilson, who's had a shaky camp. You've got Mike White, James Morgan, and Josh Johnson. So the Dolphins and Jets could be bet against teams, I think, in the preseason. Matt, I considered teams best, and then I had uh, – I didn't put worst. I had most concern, and yeah. uh, Miami and the Jets made my most concern list. Yeah. No question. I right, was not had a particularly good camp so far either. Keep an eye on that. Got a lot more preseason betting to talk about in hour number two. Up next, baseball betting v. Send the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Live 
from the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, and start winning with up to the second info you need. you got real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats, and a lot more. OddsTrader.com. Vinny, where are we again? The OddsTrader.com studio. Matt, right here at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Bang. All right. We uh, we talked about the AFC quarterback rotations in the uh, in the previous segment. We talked about the AFC West with Brent. Uh, the AFC East, you and I are both negative on the um, Dolphins and the Jets in the preseason. I'm pretty positive on the Patriots and also on the Bills. And I wrote about this. It's going to be in Point Spread Weekly this week. I finished the column. It'll be out uh, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning whenever – uh, Bill 80 sends it out. But um, the Patriots have an interesting situation brewing with uh, Cam Newton and Mac Jones. And it's trending toward Mac Jones overtaking Cam Newton, possibly starting in week one. But he's going to get a lot of time here in the preseason. The Patriots are going to get a look, good look at Mac Jones. You know what's interesting about it, too, Vinny, is that uh, the Patriots, I've been reading a lot about training camp out of New England. Mm-hmm. They're basically running two different offenses. When Cam is in there, it's a read option offense where Cam's. You watch Cam Newton a lot. He's very slow to go through his progressions and his mm-hmm. reads, and mm-hmm. his delivery is slow. Mac Jones is quick with the ball. He's a rhythm right. passer. He goes through his reads much faster, and he fits uh, offensive coordinator Josh McDaniel's system a lot better, mm-hmm. uh, the passing uh, system that the Patriots typically prefer, and, and then they ran with Tom Brady. I think it's a matter of time before Mac Jones wins that job, but that's as a better in the preseason. That's something I think you have to keep an eye on. The Patriots are home dogs on Thursday night to Washington. And you got to think Mac Jones, after Cam gets a series or two, they're going to take a, an extensive look at Mac Jones. And then behind him is Brian Hoyer and Jarrett Stidham. And, again, with Hoyer, uh, you know, a journeyman, got a lot of time. Uh, Stidham, you know, hasn't gotten a lot of time, but they're still high on him. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to move him a couple of times in the past couple of years. Uh, they, the thing that is interesting to me about Cam Newton – Matt, is that they re-signed him, and there was a purpose to that. And, you know, you always have to take into account a purpose, right, with, with Bill Belichick. So, obviously, reason for to keep him there. Um, yeah, two different systems. Cam Newton is kind of run first uh, and then pass. But uh, Mac Jones is he, he's the, he's the, he's the modern day he's the modern style the modern day style of quarterback right get spread the ball around and do some different things with it so you know also Vinny to it, follow up on your point when the Patriots re-signed Newton they didn't know what they were going to have it, exactly in Mac Jones yeah. I think they were learning day by no day that, hey maybe this guy's ready now yeah and yeah. again did uh, was somebody going to move up were they, did they know they were going to get Mac Jones uh, you know yeah. I don't know you know they didn't True. know what was going to happen uh, you know if somebody was going to make a deal during uh, there was so much speculation. Uh, in this draft, Matt, which particularly with the quarterbacks. So, you know, uh, they didn't know what they – So, but, you know, a, a good safeguard. I think they're good. Their depth there is fine. Uh, you mentioned Buffalo. Yeah, I like Josh Allen. Trubisky is, is capable. Maybe new surroundings will help. Jake Fromm, Davis Webb, again, some experience there. Uh, guys also that are okay – and understand the role of a backup quarterback. A lot of pressure on Zach Wilson. He was the last number one draft pick to sign. I don't know if that necessarily adds to the pressure, but Mike White and James Morgan, I mean, I'll tell you what, the Jets, you know, I hope their offensive line is uh, uh, is, is up to par because that's going to be a, a key for any all three of these guys. Yeah, we have to add Josh Johnson to that Jets depth chart. He was signed over the weekend, so that's a late addition for the Jets. Not that that's going to uh... – that's not gonna ch- it's not going to change our opinion. They're in the concern not list. going to turn the world upside down. All right, let's get to baseball betting and start with uh, Reds and Indians. 
interleague game in Cleveland. Luis Castillo and Sam Hentges, and the Reds are road favorites here. Uh, they have won five in a row. Now yeah. five games back at Milwaukee, and in Luis Castillo's last five starts, the Reds are 4-1. and one. He's pitched really well uh, recently, and um, the Reds are favored like it. Yep, Matt, Matt up to $1.80. We came on the air today at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific. They were 75, which was up 10 cents, now up 15 cents off the opener of 65. Uh, and the Reds, not. You know, I know they're uh, behind. Uh, they're further behind, uh, I believe, uh, the uh, the division in there, but they're right back in the wild card race uh, as well. Uh, oh, so, five games uh, yeah. too is uh, you can yeah. wipe out a five. No, game no deficit. question. So about the Reds it. really feel like they're in yeah. the in the hunt in right the driver's now. seat for sure. And uh, minus minus here, minus one. They bet about they bet on the money line pretty good here, Matt. They're up to a minus one twenty uh, on the uh, on the money line as well. I think that's a Mike Palm. Palm Reader's playbook bet today is, is it? the Reds laying a price with the Reds. It might be in a parlay, uh, but I know uh, Mike Palm likes Luis Castillo and the Reds. Let's get to White Sox and uh, Indians. And the White Sox, actually, Vinny, I always say, I don't like to bet a baseball favorite over a buck fifty. But last night, I actually laid a dollar seventy with the White Sox. You did? Well, I did. I did All because right. the Cubs are a hopeless team. And sometimes I think you have to. Make exceptions to your betting rules. Never say never. Late in the season like this, where you got teams like the White Sox who have a lot yeah. to play for in first place, mm-hmm. and you have a hopeless team like the Cubs who have given up on the season. Uh, I think you can expand uh, your guidelines a little bit. I laid 170, and the White Sox jumped all over the Cubs and Zach Davies. 7 nothing in the second inning last night. Held on to win the game. But I'm not going to lay this price tonight with Lucas Giolito. White Sox and Giolito... Uh, minus 200 at a lot of spots against the uh, Twins. White Sox are 13-4 and four in their last 17 against Minnesota. And another point about the White Sox, Matt, they want the best record. They would prefer to go into the postseason with the home field advantage. If you look at the White Sox, uh, they're much better at home. And, uh, they, don't, they don't want to, to, to have to go down to Houston, let's say. right, right. They're, So uh, keep that in mind as well. They're very driven to get that home field I mean, you say everybody is, but there's teams that can still win on the road. The Astros can still go on the road and win. I think it's more difficult for the White Sox to do that. Uh, to your point, we uh, we are up uh, two two dollars as well off the 85 opener, and uh, the total on the game sitting at nine and a half. Went from nine and a half under to now nine and a half over. And the White Sox a dollar thirty five. If you think they can cover this run line and win the game by two or more, all right. Brewers have lost uh, two in a row, but they're still five up on the Reds tonight. They're in yeah. Chicago to face the Cubs and Alec Mills. Freddie Peralta starts for Milwaukee, and uh, the Cubs are big home dogs again tonight at Wrigley. Yeah, they are, Matt. Dollar ninety here. Although this, there's money coming in on the Cubs. We used a two ten on this game. By the way, the Brewers. This is the first of ten in a row for them on the road within the division. Uh, I don't think the Reds are on that schedule. I think it's the uh, I think it's the right. Cubs, the Pirates, and the Cardinals, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, but now down to a dollar ninety. Sounds funny, doesn't it? Down to a dollar ninety, uh, and the uh, they're favored on the run line as well. Uh, no surprise there, but uh, it's minus minus at one thirty, and uh, the total on this one sitting at this one again uh, from uh, went from nine over to now nine under. You are correct. They play four in a row against the Cubs, three against the Pirates, three against the Cardinals, and actually host the Reds on August 24th to 26th, speaking of the Brewers. Uh, All right, next game tonight, Yankees and Royals. I think this is an interesting game, too, because the Yankees have uh, all sorts of COVID problems. Also injury problems on top of that. So some big guns missing from the lineup tonight for the Yankees. Anthony Rizzo is not going to be in there. 
Glaber Torres is not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else is out tonight. It looks like uh, Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez all out of the lineup for the Yankees tonight. But I'll say this about tonight's starting pitcher for the Yankees. He's been outstanding oh. recently. Jamison Tyon, who came oh, over from the Pirates in the offseason, is a favorite on the road against Carlos Hernandez, who's a little bit streaky, not a guy you want to rely on. But he's facing a, a watered-down Yankees lineup tonight. Uh, the Yankees are 7-1 and one in Tyon's last eight starts and his last six starts. How about this, Vinny? 37 and a third innings pitched, six earned runs, with a 35 to 11 K to walk ratio, Tyon's been outstanding recently. I think he might have to look at the under in this game tonight, but it looks like overnight the total might have ticked up uh, from yeah. nine and a half to ten. Yes, it's up to ten, Matt. Right now, a little shade to the under at 15 cents, but you're absolutely right. Uh, the game being bet over, uh, the game is exactly where it opened at a dollar 70, and uh, the Yankees are also favored uh, by 15 cents uh, on the run line. But uh, to your point, Tyon's been uh, been their best pitcher. Uh, I'm not saying that he's going to get the nod. Uh, in game one of uh, the postseason, if right. the Yankees get there, it's going to be cold. But he's been better than Cole, really, over mm-hmm. the last uh, uh, month and a half. So, uh, terrific. For- Yankees are finding a way, Matt. I mean, uh, we talked about it. They uh, they are not uh, they're not going away either. They're right back in the uh, in the uh, not just the division race, but I think they're just a couple of games out in the loss column for the uh, uh, for the wild card as well. So. Here come the Yankees. Mets are fading in New York. Yankees are on the rise, and uh, they're overcoming injuries. And a little bit more of a favorable schedule, I think, uh, for them right here. And, again, no, uh, no disrespect to the Royals, but if you're going to be this banged up, um, this is a game that, uh, that you uh, – this is a, a matchup you want to have right now. A Yankees lineup without Rizzo and others shut out yesterday by the Mariners yeah. in that loss. But uh, that stopped. The uh, Yankees are 8-2 in their last Yeah, game. they took three out of four, right, from yeah. uh, from the Mariners, right. who were uh, also on the rise. Yankees now six and a half back of the Rays. The Red Sox four back in that division. The Red Sox have been slumping 2-8 and eight Ooh, in their yeah. past 10. Yep. Uh, one more game to talk about tonight on the West Coast. Marlins and Padres at Petco Park. Zach Thompson. Big six foot seven right hander for the Marlins is a dog to Joe Musgrove of the Padres, and uh, Musgrove in his past three, 19 innings pitched, three earned runs with 20 strikeouts and five walks. So he's on a pretty good uh, roll, a good rhythm for Musgrove. Yeah. But uh, man, you have to lay a big price tonight if you want to back the Padres. Biggest favorite on the board, Matt, 250. It didn't stop anybody though. Uh, 220 on the opener. Uh, that, no, this won't surprise you at all. Uh, Padres are in every parlay that you can imagine. There's not too many parlays with the Marlins on it. Maybe Jeff Parles has uh, the uh, the, uh, the Marlins uh, tonight, but uh, good for him if he can cash it at plus 210. But uh, Padres up to 257.5 for this total. That's exactly where it opened. And uh, the Padres, you're going to lay six to five, dollar twenty. Did you watch any of the Padres game yesterday? Jake Cronenworth was the uh, star of the game for the Padres. They got a great pitching performance yeah. uh, out of Blake Snell as well, but uh, Cronenworth is starting the field and with the bat, and he actually uh, looked like Fernando Tatis yesterday. I think, uh, I mean, I didn't, I watched the highlights of the game, but I think that's two better starts in a row for Snell, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, he had a yeah. nice start against the A's last yeah. week in Oakland as well. So, yeah, good uh, trending well for him. They're going to need him, right? Let's face it, man. I mean, they're, they're in third place now. I don't think they can catch the uh, uh, the Giants at all uh, can they catch the Dodgers? Gonna be difficult uh, with uh, with the injuries they've got unless their pitching does start picking. If Snell uh, and the rest of that pitching staff pick up, it's the starting pitching that's hurt them this year. Well, the problem's gonna be if uh, Fernando Tatis doesn't come back. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the Padres are gonna have a hard time overtaking anybody. Snell seven innings pitched yesterday, two earned runs. Or excuse me, two hits, no earned runs, thirteen strikeouts. Uh, back hour number two. We'll talk NBA summer league next. V Sin, the Sports Betting Network. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.